in the darkest corner that we found. My back was against the wall, and he was in front of me, and he was rubbing and just feeling me all over. And it was the best touchdown that ever happened. Live from the Living Sexy Studio Suites, it's Living Sexy with Blackjack Electric and Chastity on Gabnet.net and LivingSexyRadio.com. This is the Living Sexy Radio Network. One of the best experiences being in a VIP clubhouse in Tampa Bay of all places. Oh, yeah. And uh, there was this crazy, dark, dark corner. I'm not really sure why it was there, but all I know is that you could slip in that corner and no one would know you were there. So at the time the guy was with, I said, hey, do you see that corner over there? He's like, yeah. (laughs) I said, let's go have a little fun in the corner. He says, no, we can't. Look at all these people. I said, they'll never know. I promise you. And as we were in there, um, there was a fumble, an actual fumble on the field. Yes. Because we thought we would walk away when it was, you know, the other team was trying to come down the field. But there was a fumble. And right at that moment when he was starting to play with me, Tampa Bay got a touchdown. And everybody was yelling and screaming, you know, touchdown. (laughs) And I was thinking the same thing at the time. I was like, yeah, that was a great touchdown. Thank you. So, did he call you baby while you were in the corner? No, he did not. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm not blonde and right, petite. Right, because uh, well, nobody puts baby in a corner. Nobody, nobody. does. Nobody. No, it's not right, right, right. But it was a great Score! experience. Yeah, great experience. So it makes me think of the Olympics and you know sports coming up, and that was one of those really cherished uh, stories that I'll remember. And I believe that might have happened. I would say at least eight years ago, seven, eight years ago. So still there, still fresh. Well, sport. And sex seem to go together uh, a lot of times. Sport is a sex. It is. And sex is a sport. Okay. Well, this is Living Sexy, and it is our Olympics 2016 special week here, getting you ready for the uh, Olympics in Rio. And, boy, have we got uh, a lot of killer shows lined up this week. Uh, Tonight is no uh, exception, as we'll talk a little bit about the history of the Olympics and get you kind of you know, into the mood of what's going to be happening. But it is going to be everywhere. As a matter of fact, NBC's networks will be filled up from top to bottom. If you're used to watching something on NBC, guess what? It ain't going to be there anymore because mm-hmm. it's all about the Olympics. NBC Sports will be filled. Uh, they're even putting stuff on the USA Network. Understand it's virtual, though. It's not going to be live as we know it. Is that right? Do you know? Some of the stations, well, some. Well, and I believe NBC is the one that's... Uh, doing this little bit of a protest there will be some live programming but a lot of it will be delayed edited produced and aired later on oh that's good because when it's just straight out it can be kind of a snore fest yeah especially swimming because you know there's like 20 minutes between uh you know heats uh, heats, you know so it's going to be a a really cool week though because we're going to bring you up to speed on how much this stuff costs you'll be amazed at how much things cost to get to the Olympics. Uh, and, yeah, and, sex costs a lot. Sex is, no, it's not. Sex is cheap. Well, uh, in Rio? I don't know. And it's It depends on the level no, you're and, going and, for. And, and you know what, you, you know what, uh, what they say. Love doesn't cost a thing. 
<laughs> Can't buy me love, but yes, you can. We'll find out more about that in, uh, during the Sex of My City. I think love is all you need. Man. Okay. Well, there's a lot of facts you didn't know about the Olympics. We're going to give them to you tonight on the show. Uh, we'll also have uh, Rio de Janeiro. What do you know about the place? What's it all about? And uh, we're going to give you facts about Rio all week long, including our feature Sex in My City, which will feature some secrets, right? Some good secrets. Nice. Uh, things that uh, if you're going to be in Rio, you'll want to listen to G-Spot. Yeah. And uh, Melissa Fox is What if Fox you're not going to be in Rio? Yeah. I still want to listen to G-Spot. Oh, okay. Well, you're allowed. I love you, Melissa Fox. I'm here. You. Thank you. And you've got some uh, some hit oh, us up tonight yeah. from swingersboard.com. Yeah. Apparently, and I can't believe this, but people lie in their profiles. No. Yes. I've never heard of such a thing. No, it's true. I wouldn't make it up. It's insane. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, um, very good. Uh, we'll also have our sexy artist. And who in the blazes is this person we've selected for sexy artist? Oh, Gilberto Gil. Gilberto? Gilberto Gil. Gilberto Gil. Oh, Gilberto. Like Benny Hill's brother. Uh, okay. but, uh, guy's not. like a major uh, Brazilian slash Portuguese guy and... Um, He's just been he's been kicking out music since 1967. He's a political dude. He's going to be featured during the Olympics, so we thought, why not? Since before any of us were even a glint. Yeah, in my daddy's eye. Right. Sure. But I was I was an egg in my mama's ovaries still though at this point. I don't you were not talk. I was. Three. Oh yes, you're born with all the eggs you're ever going to use. That's true. <laughs> so I, I was in there somewhere. Somewhere. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm just sitting in there waiting for that sperm. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is Living Sexy Radio. I am Electric. Uh, Blackjack is here, G-Spot, Melissa Fox. We're going to have a great time tonight. And so let's talk a little bit about this history thing. Uh, Jack, you're in a historical well, kind of mood but, last couple of weeks. But, Jack, you're the historian around here. You're the I guy that, a, that's, that's – aren't you like a history major or some damn thing? I have a bachelor's degree in American history. What a waste. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no. Are you going to be a teacher? Because I, I would have been know, a history teacher. It was not a waste, and here's why. Okay. Because it gave me the historical, yeah. shall we say, toughness and thoughtfulness that I would not normally have. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, I would, If I was going to be a teacher, I would have taught history as well. No, I was going to become a lawyer, believe it or not, and it was a good pre-law major. Yeah. Well, you were thinking of that? Yeah, but I can argue both sides, and that wasn't a, a good thing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, we'll let that slide. <laughs> so what is this Olympic thing? Who came up with this crazy idea, and why do we do this? Some homos. Well, it says in ancient Greece, as many as 3,000 years ago, we... Revived? We brought yes. it back. In the we, we brought it back. Century, yeah. <laughs> revived. We revived it. We revived it uh, in the late 19th century. And okay, okay, hold on a second now. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you're, you're, uh, you, you, just, you just jump right over a whole bunch of stuff here, and I gotta, okay. like, we got to go back. Okay. It originated in ancient Greece as many as 3,000 years okay. back. So, so 3,000 years ago, which was uh, about 1,000 years before Christ yeah. was born. No, about the 8th century right. BC, yeah. Uh, there was some stuff that went on in Greece. Homos. They were called the Olympic Games. They were. Homos. They weren't called homos. No, no, no. Homos. Oh, I thought you said homos. Homo sure. sapiens. I sure oh. did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, the reason why, okay, and these, these games went till the fourth century after death of Christ. Uh, the games were held every four years in Olympia. 
okay, which is in the Peloponnese Peninsula. I'm having fun with these words. Um, okay, so there you go. Hold on now. Hmm. So I, I'm totally confused. No. I think what uh, there was a, there was something is, uh, that happened three thousand years Melissa ago. Melissa Fox is talking about the ancient Olympics, which were when, held. When in were they? They originated, right? Right. Between in the eighth century BC to the fourth century AD, they held these games every four years in Olympia in honor of the god okay. Zeus. So they right. went on for for a thousand years. Right. Then they stopped it, and then they brought it back in eighteen ninety six in Athens. Okay. So what the hell happened? What was the reason that the games? ended in 4 uh, AD. I'm thinking that they stopped honoring the god Zeus. <laughs> yeah, and also by that time, the Greeks had lost a lot of their uh, it was power the, to the Romans who had taken over uh, pretty the much Romans the Romans didn't world. like this whole idea and the of Romans Olympia. Did, yeah. You see, the, the, a lot, the other reason for the Olympic Games, which was when you had different countries who would war with each other. You put them in an Olympics, it's supposed to promote peace and understanding. If they're, if they're competing instead of trying to shoot each other with arrows and other assorted sharp objects. No, no. That, but, but, that's not. But, yeah, but, and then but, when it was brought right. back... Well, wait a minute, now, what happened are you familiar like with the, the Emperor Nero? Nero. Yeah, he yeah. fiddled. Yeah, he was the guy that was in Star Trek uh, the, when they came back with the reboot. Uh, Nero was the evil no, guy. No, not that, that guy. I think he was a Romulan. Okay, look, the idea is... That bastard could have been around. Emperor Nero, back in um, 67 AD, he enters in an Olympic chariot race, okay? You mean he was a charioteer? Kind of like Ben-Hur? Sure, yeah, exactly, sort of the same idea. Okay. And he disgraced himself by declaring himself the winner, even though he fell off the chariot during the event. So, well, how can you win if you fall off in the middle of the event? Well, exactly. It sounds like it sounds like something that See, the standards, uh, Donald the Trump would say. Exa- well, no, yeah. let's not do that. Or um, it would sound like something like Hillary Clinton would say. You know, <laughs> oh, I I won the chariot race. What do you mean I fell? I was just doing it with. Yeah. You Basically, know, what happened after the Roman Empire conquered Greece in the mid-2nd century, the games continued, but the standards, the qualities, they declined, and then the notorious example I just gave you. Okay. All right. And so it was a big, it was a big farce by the time it, it ended. It uh, ended because yeah. Theodosius first. Who? Theodosius the first. Theodosius the first. You made me say it again. Theodosius? Theodosius the first. Okay. What happened to him again? <laughs> I almost said a potty word. Uh, he was a Christian, <laughs> and what he did is he called for a ban on all pagan festivals, and hence <laughs> the ancient Olympic tradition went poo-poo after nearly 12 centuries. Okay, so okay. so so fast Bye-bye. forward 1,800 years. Right. For some reason during that period, nobody decided that they were going to have any competitions, uh, sports competitions between any countries. Uh, and there were no games, and there was no torch, and there was none of that kind of stuff, right? Exactly. Took so, a break. So all of a sudden... 1,500 years pass. In 1890-whatever the hell it was. Six. Six. six uh, there was some games that were put together by some well, people. the French guy, uh, Baron Pierre de Coubertin, okay, who lived until 1937. You're pretty good with these pronunciations. Actually. Yeah, I'm one of them off-the-cuff kind of people. All right, he was from France. He said, you know what, I want to promote physical education. And so he came up with the idea of creating modern-day Olympic Games after he went to one of the ancient Olympic sites. 
In November of 1892, at the meeting of the Union des Sports Athletics in Paris, Cobertine uh, proposed the idea of reviving the Olympics as an international athletic competition and held it every four years. A couple years later, he got the approval he wanted from the International Olympic Committee, and they became the governing body of the modern day So the International Olympic Committee has been around since 1900. Uh, actually, a few years before then, yes. Now, Which is a great gig to have, <laughs> because if you get to decide what city gets to host the Olympics... I mm-hmm. bet to somebody buys you dinner, there is, right. there is enormous bag, graft. It's bag. graft on a scale that's unimaginable, because there is no governing body for the governing body. They mm-hmm. pretty much well, just do their own do thing. Do you think these guys get a lot of blowjobs that are on that committee? <laughs> Uh, we just did the history of the blowjob last men. week, didn't yes. we, Trey? I think we did. That's I a think, good way to tie it in. I think these guys are, for many, many years, uh, they've been uh, having the girls with a red lipstick come in. But yes. now keep in mind. Yes, and, and gold and money. Keep in mind, though, the first Olympics that were held in modern times was in Athens, Greece, so again, 1896, and it was only males who were allowed to compete. Right. I don't think women uh, were in the Olympics until uh, not too long ago. I mean, what is it, what, 1950 or something? Um, I'm sure. Do you know, Glenn? I, when, well, when, that's going to be part of discussion coming up oh, this we're week. T- we're oh. actually talking yeah. about the women thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really, there's been this metamorphosis of what's happened with the Olympics really in modern times then. Over the course of the last uh, few hundred years, mm-hmm. uh, we've really seen uh, what has transpired in the Olympics. Now the Olympics are held separately between the winter sports and the summer sports, Well, the sports, winter sports right? didn't come over. Uh, they didn't start doing that until 1924. So you had another gap of almost 30 years. Right, but they used to do the – I remember this, that they used to do the summer and the winter Olympic Games at the same time, on the in the same year. Well, yeah, you can because right? of the way everything's set but up. But now <laughs> they split it up so that the winter games are two years apart from the summer games. So mm-hmm. – the Olympics really take place every two years, if you want to get technical, Indeed, correct. right? Correct, it does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some type of Olympics, yeah. Right, and, and then, then there's the pre-qualifying, and there's all events. the trials. So and really, all yeah. So the so we're in the Olympics all the time, all the time, unless we're during a World War, which they stopped it during World War One and World War Two. See, as well. now that doesn't make any sense. If we're all supposed to get together and play nice, and that's what these games are all about, right? Mm-hmm. And we're in the middle of a big war. Why can't everybody just stop the war for two weeks? And get together and play games. Apparently that was an issue. This sounds like a perfect idea. Do you know what the five rings, the interlocking colored rings represent? The uh, the continents. Hey, booyah. All right. Blackjack hey, in the history. There he yes. is. North and South America. Well, what about the colors? Asia. That, that apparently has absolutely nothing to do with anything. It's just that there are five interlocking colored rings. Okay, but there are seven continents, however. I know, but they only represent the North and South America and with now- one ring. Asia, Africa, Europe, and Australia. And now here's uh, here's something that most people don't know about the rings. Who designed the rings for the for the uh, Frodo? Symbol? Oh, wrong story. No, that's a different story. <sighs> I get so confused with. I understand rings. he was from New Zealand, though. Yeah, it's Middle Earth. You're yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Your friend and mine. Well, no, not really. But it was uh, uh, designed by uh, Adolf. Mm-mm. Adolf designed it for the 1936 Olympics. The Nazis designed that symbol, which is still being used today. That's why they were looking for the wow. That's, perfect like, that's race. some trivia there for you. Mm. They I'm also gonna, designed the symbol for the Volkswagen that. too, which yeah. is kind of funny. <laughs>
But I mean, yes, the, the modern Olympic. You, why don't you confirm that, Fox? Mm-hmm. It was designed by the, uh, the country of Germany. For the the hosted games that took place in Germany, Wait, it says here, yeah. highways, but Adolf Hitler mermaids. himself did not actually come up with the idea. How do you know? Okay, that he didn't. I read somewhere that he. Oh no, was it on the internet? Because then I believe you. Well, it was. It was designed in Germany. Did Hillary Clinton tell you? <laughs> Originated from if she Hitler's Nazi so I'm doubting you, it a little bit. I'm right, telling right. you, der Führer. He's right. He's right. Thank you. Wow. Designed it. Great trivia there. Maybe we should have an Olympic trivia night. This is incredible. The propaganda machine, This is one hell of a radio program tonight. (laughs) Uh, What things we are going to learn. We have just scratched the surface of this thing, and we're going to do it all week long. This is going to be so much fun. Until it festers. But but before we we get into any more of this amazing Olympic stuff, we want to take a moment out and dive into... Some gooey gossip because uh, yes. there's a lot going on in Hollywood. We always do gooey gossip on the show. We want to keep you up to speed on what's happening. And there are some hot pictures that I, I just I looked at them today. I just kept looking and looking and looking. And uh, there's more news about Prince. Uh, we've got uh, Kylie Jenner in the news. What is going on with gooey gossip tonight? G spot. Well, the first one we're going to talk about is Yelchin Anton. Yelchin, uh, you guys called it. We had brought talked about this before. This oh, is the young man, uh, unfortunately. That you know, you're uh, running so fast into it. I don't get oh. to do this. I'm so sorry. You know that GabNet.net, they keep us on, on task. Thank you, Alex Bennett at GabNet.net, <laughs> here every Monday live from 10 to midnight. And also, Tuesday through Friday from 1 a.m. to 3 a.m., they play us back Eastern Time and, of course, if you want to reach GabNet and be part of the Citizen Panel, check it out. GabNet Live on Skype. GabNet Live. Yeah, and this uh, show is done with limited commercial interruption. Right. That's why yeah. we keep moving along. So We're moving. Let's, let's, moving right along. So, so what happened now to him? So here's what, you know, this gentleman, this young man, I'm going to say young man. Squished. He got squished a little bit in his own driveway. And uh, they are, the parents are, getting some attorneys. And they sure. will be suing Fiat Chrysler and other Jeep. companies they believe are responsible for his death. Right, like yeah, the people who designed a, the transmission. This is pretty people sad. People who designed stuff. some yeah. of the switches, all that yeah. kind of but stuff. But you know, the accent that he did in Star Trek Beyond, rest in peace there, uh, was spot on because he is Russian. He was oh, great in that movie. Wasn't he good? Oh, my God. So, gosh. anyway, here's they're going after punitive damages for the wrongful death of their son due to significant defects. So, apparently, in that Jeep that he was in, um, apparently, Fiat uh, Chrysler also makes the Cherokee, just so you know. A little bit of uh, FYI there. And it was filed, and uh, it was a faulty E-shift. Yep. So you guys were right. You called it yeah. here on Living Sexy because you said something about this when we first brought it yeah, out. Yeah, it's supposed to hold it in place after you put it in the park. Right? Correct. Correct. So, And that's a problem. Yeah. That's a big freaking problem. Yeah. 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 So uh, All right. there you have it. This well, is not really good uh, publicity for Chrysler. 
No, or Fiat. No, because I got to tell you, Star Trek, you know, there's a lot of Trekkies out there. And mm. one thing I did notice when this came out today, that a lot of people were, uh, you know, blogging and texting and, and tweeting and Facebook posts. It's all over the place. So I agree with you. A lot of people are probably like, oh, I'll never buy one of those cars again. Oh, yeah. Those those you know? uh, Trekkies are serious. They're, man. they're real serious. They would probably will it to their kids so the kids couldn't buy freaking yeah. uh, <laughs> Who knows? Tell me about it. Here's the thing. They're not going to be making shuttlecraft anytime soon at Chrysler. So I'm just going to stick with my General Motors shuttlecraft that they're currently using on the uh, Star Trek franchise. There you have it. Now, on, on a, another note, uh, one of uh, another uh, report we've made often here at the Living Sexy uh, show is Prince. And it's coming down to a finalization. It's gone fast, actually. I'm a little impressed um, that, you know, because he had some... Kids coming out of the woodwork. They had relatives coming out of the woodwork. You know, everybody comes out of the woodwork when people pass away, especially someone. It doesn't usually happen this fast probate. They, they Absolutely really, they not. They put it on super speed. Yeah. So here's yeah. the thing. Right now, his real estate holdings are going to be hitting the open market. You can buy a little bit of Prince, huh? You can, and he has a yeah. lot. He has a lot of real estate holdings. Um, it will not be a fire sale, as oh, they no. call it. According to the docs, the estate says it will only accept offers that are at least 90% of the fair market value. Isn't that kind of weird, though, that the heirs of Prince, if you will, his, his brothers and sisters, they, they don't want to hang on to anything for sentimental reasons? Well, I don't think they were really close. I no, don't think no. any of his family members or his siblings were uh, remotely close to, mm-hmm. to him as a person or as a family member. I think he was really... Uh, not that close to any of them. So I, it doesn't loner, surprise me. Right? He was a loner. Yeah, he was right. a loner. So they're, not only are they doing that, but they're also, apparently the heirs are looking, looking to liquidate his assets rather than hold on to them. And, um, cause they just don't have any sentimental reasons to keep them. Bitches. So they're going to just get rid of it and become rich. So where is it going to be like on eBay or what's the plan there? They're uh, not saying, they're not saying auction. exactly yeah, how, how people will, uh, not yet. I'm sure that will come very quickly as well, but uh, it's just, it's interesting how fast, I mean, Prince has been passed now for what, maybe six months. Maybe. Has it been that long? I want his white grand piano actually. You know, you would think they would almost do a Sotheby kind of thing because sure. Sotheby's, you know, he's going, th- that stuff's going to be worth so sure. much money yeah. down the road. So it's just interesting. But nonetheless, Not I still even. miss Prince. April 21st. I miss him. I really do. Um, okay. Now, next is Orange is the New Black, one of my favorite shows. And of course, I will watch the other one. Wentworth. Wentworth. It's on there now. Um, all I know. Well, here's the thing. My son now is making me watch Stranger Things all over again for the third time because what's, he, uh, what's Stranger Things? It's the, the one with Winona Ryder. We talked about. Oh, yeah, we talked about that it's, one. It's it. You know, I'm still. It's like four or five. Oh, episodes my son in, loves it. He goes, Mom, you got to watch it with it. me. So now, well, I like Winona. My fourth or fifth time. But I'm a big Stephen King girl. Oh, so Matthew Modine. Yeah. Mm. So here's the thing, uh, Leah Delaria. Now, if you guys don't know the characters, Boo! she's, yeah, she's awesome. She's kind of, they call gay. her the butch lesbian. And uh, apparently when you are very masculine, I won't speak for lesbians because I'm not one. You want me to speak for them? You can in just a moment. When you're dykey. When you're dykey. <laughs> she is coming out with um, a spread. That, no, 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 I don't want to see that. Uh, <laughs> And she's fat, she's proud to be fat, and she's not only proud to be a fat woman, but a butch lesbian. So she is stripping down to the underwear mm. in the name of body positivity. <laughs> so, uh, Miss Big Boo 
in Orange is the New Black, she has come out uh, literally, literally with no clothes on. Oh, no. <laughs> now, keep in mind, she's a comedian by she, trade. And a musician. She did one of the funniest episodes of Friends ever. The one I remember Ross that. in the uh, laundromat. When he, yeah, she stole the basket off of him and she's fighting him over the basket. Yeah, and yeah. He whacks his head into the dryer door. Oh, my God. Well, she's doing it for a, a, a numerous reasons, numerous reasons. But the, the number one is that, for an example, she didn't come out to her parents until she was in her late 20s and really fought with it very hard uh, through her whole childhood. Like, I think that's just a theme for, you know, some some mm-hmm. people that mm-hmm. uh, choose to be a different lifestyle or I don't think they choose. I think they're born with it, but that's all another question of what happens. But nonetheless, I, I think it's pretty cool because it's giving people confidence to go out and just sure. be who you are. Oh, yeah. And I like her. I love her character. She's a little, you know, rough on the edges, but that's the way she's supposed to be in that, in that show. And she's a comedian. So, you know, mm-hmm. good for her. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of her. I'm not going to look at any You're of the You're not going to look? No. <laughs> really but you guys go ahead it. and tell me how you like them. And, and you know, you're such a party pooper, well, she trick. She wants you to know that butches okay. are not, butch girls, uh, lesbians or whatever, no, not no. just, you know, See, beating their wives, I causing fights that, and driving trucks. I saw trucks. that Leah had, had uh, naked pictures, mm-hmm. and I got really excited because I thought it was Leah Michelle. Yeah. Oh, and no. then I found out that, indeed, mm-hmm. Leah Michelle also published naked pictures today yes, she, she did. did she wanted she to show did. that tad off and she's absolutely gorgeous i i so i looked at the leah michelle pictures yeah uh but i did not look at uh at this uh, so this, i was trying uh, to explain uh, that to you today when you had asked me did you see these pictures and i i did see them on e mm-hmm. and i uh, was doing a little bit of work and you know i always have a in the background i have my tv playing and i hear the e entertainment uh host or i don't know what she called those girls and she goes by the way if you have any children in the room please escort them right now because we're about to show you some pictures <laughs> it's like you have to come up with you know prime time i guess seven o'clock eight o'clock at night yeah yeah hey we're about to show you some very racy pictures it's just funny to me how tv is so different than radio i will tell you though that leah michelle is very hairy she is a little hairy she's very very hairy she's italian why are you being so Uh, mean to leah and she's this is not a nice thing to say she also also has a mix of of a couple of other nationalities you say where is the hair you're talking about her arms her entire body is hairy she has a bush. She has a bush in the bush. <laughs> she probably keeps that what all else trimmed we got? out. Well, I got to tell you, someone who can't show a bush because Kylie Jenner, Mr. Trick, <laughs> Kyler Jenner leaves nothing to the imagination in this black lace jumpsuit. Well, you must check this out. I'm looking. My goodness. I would never let my daughter walk out with anything of the imagination. <laughs> I would smack her right back into realization. You are not going to show your butt, your boobs, and your frontal area through a lacy jumpsuit. You could see it all, my friend. Oh, yeah. Anything and everything you wanted to see. I'm just wondering why. Her 19th birthday. No, this but, is how but she I don't understand. Out. Why would you go out in public looking like you're naked? Because I'm a woman much. now. See, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> well, the bottom, the bottom line is, is that, you know, 19 years old, you know, coming out of the nice gar, guy bar in Hollywood. And, um, you know, listen, she's got a cute body and she's, she's a hot little one, but you know, it's a little bit, it's too much in my opinion, just a little too much. So I just wanted to bring that one up to trick cause I know he, he likes these yeah. dinners. Yeah. I, I like Kylie, but 
I. Well, then you're going to love the Melania Trump part. <laughs> I, I just don't know why she'd wear this outfit. Uh, it's, it's a little too much. She's celebrating right? the fact you know, that she's and here's 19. The thing, Hello. It, uh, you know, let's just be classy here. Wait I mean, a minute, let's wait not a minute. go walking around naked. Oh, hold on. And, let, me, let me say this about that. Okay. Yeah. Number one, nobody said this stuff when Cher was doing it, and she, she showed less than. That yeah, right. But Cher yeah, did but it Cher on, was on stage. stage. Here's that was the thing. Different. She's walking in an alley on her way to some club. Here's the thing. Okay. She, is she living sexy? I, I don't know. know. We'll call and ask her. I How's think that? she's living sexy. Then stupid. why on earth would we criticize? Okay, she think... is living sexy. Not crit- I'm not criticizing. Where, where I just, is something. I there's definitely some heavy duty. What, Melissa Fox, yeah. is there some heavy duty critique? Going oh, on here or what? I think you guys are really overthinking this, but yeah, if I was your okay. mother, yeah. I would have said, you know, yeah. we'd take that stuff Exactly. So what next thoughts? we are going to talk about, and this is interesting because this yes. came out in the New York Post today, and of course, you know, politics gets dirty and that's just the way it is, but Melania Trump, you know, she obviously had this very um, interesting past, and, and whatever that past is, she had it. But now they have these photos, like 25, bam, 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 bam in a row. And what I find interesting is how they release these. You know, they could have released all these pictures in the very beginning, like all the 150 plus that they've shared so far. 20 years ago. Yeah, look, I'm not against what she did, but let me tell you that's interesting about this picture because, you know, she is so thin now. Like, she's a thin, thin girl. She's a chunky hunky there. Look how she's with a girl. Let me just explain to the... Another model. Listeners out here. I don't know if you've seen it. It's in the New York Post. And she's canoodling and snuggling with another female. And what's interesting is that they've got little bellies. And, you know, most... Most models, you know, even, I mean, back then, maybe they were a little more pudgy versus what they look like today, but I was really shocked, like, how feminine and how um, real women they look mm-hmm. in this picture. So, I don't know if you boys are looking at it, if you think it's attractive or if it's not, but... Uh, I think it's, uh, I think that Donald Trump has really good taste. Oh, there's no question about that. Uh, and it, you know, th- these are classy photos. This is the antithesis of what we just talked about with Kylie Jenner. Okay. Yeah. All right. This All is this is class. This is this is something shot by a photographer that knows what he's doing. Uh, this is published in a in a European magazine, of course. With and in France, Europe, Max. and in Europe, you know, it's like well. You know, breasts are, are, you know, you walk around and go to the beach and it's no big deal. And, right. and they're not showing any, any coochies here. Right. So. Right. No. no, she, no well, the one she's standing up, they kind of hide it with a, well, a tie. Yeah, right. All they're hands are showing. Yeah, so anyway, it's just interesting, you know, what comes up and the dirt that comes up. And, you know, look, yeah. I'd rather look at Melania Trump than a, a nude picture of Hillary Clinton, you know, during her heyday. Ooh, with a frankly. white pantsuit yeah. on. I don't oh, want to yeah. see Bill Clinton's uh, Playgirl, uh, you know, spread uh, as a as kind of a, a, a you know. Doesn't uh, that artist that look like Dawson? Yeah. <laughs> the artist that took these shots. Kind of uh, a retort from <laughs> the uh, Trump campaign if they send out Bill Clinton's naked pictures. I don't want to see those. Oh, no, you can so hold on to please that. please do not report those to me <laughs> yeah. uh, at all uh, yeah, on Gooey Gossip. Well, there you go. We won't report them anymore, I promise. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. This is Living Sexy Radio. Here's what we're going to do. Something new. Right before we're uh, going to do something, we're going to turn on this uh, Go Live on Facebook. So you can check us out at Living Sexy on Facebook. You can, uh, of course, 
like us, and you can now watch us. G-Spot, would you mind doing the honors? You're going to hit the uh, the switch. Oh, yeah. We're going to go live on And we're going to go live so. on Facebook. Let's go. This is Living Sexy. 866-GET-SEXY. 866-GET-SEXY. This is Jack. I want to tell you about a brand new site. It's absolutely free. All you have to do is spend 30 seconds and sign up. It's MixingSexy.com. It is social. It is dating. It is all of the above. If you go to MixingSexy.com right now and sign up, you'll qualify for a three-day, two-night trip to New York, Orlando, Las Vegas, Hilton Head, or Pigeon Forge. And all you need to do is sign up at MixingSexy.com right now. We give away one trip every single day. Today could be your lucky day at MixingSexy.com. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. We like it when you watch. Living Sexy is on. Are you going to turn it off, Trick? Uh-huh. Living We're Sexy. Doing between the, only, the sheets. Right, but the only way to watch us now is wait for the next break. It's kind of a tease. Would you call it a tease, guys? I call it a tease. It's kind of how I live my life. Yeah. Living sexy. You were up like a shot, man. I thought you were going to let it run for a few minutes. I felt it's my boobs the in the first one. during the show. Yeah. Living sexy, of course. <laughs> Is that a hard and fast rule now or what? That's <laughs> the only way I agreed to do this thing. Living sexy, of course, is uh, on GabNet. We're very happy to be on GabNet. GabNet. Dot net g a b n e t dot net check us out uh there's a lot of great shows on alex bennett's ramble alex bennett's one of the legends in the radio business and uh we're happy to be part of his gabnet experience it is kind of an experience it's kind of a sit-in experience gonna shout out to uh june savvy checking in on our uh, gabnet citizen panel tonight also dave hey dave how are you and donnie and also Dang. Nancy and Phil and Ryan and Ah ten twenty four and Steve and Elizabeth. Feel free to uh, actually chime in on Skype. We'll put you on, uh, you know, and we'll have a little fun. And that's what it's all about. It's all about fun. Living sexy is living fun. And hello to Yusuf Baby. Uh, checking in on our Living oh, Sexy yeah, Skype tonight. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, yeah, so uh, we've got a bunch of people that are uh, saying hi out there. We invite you to chime in if you want to be part of the Citizen Panel tonight. Uh, what is your two cents on sports? Uh, do you think they're a big deal? Do you think the Olympics are bigger than they should be? Uh, do you care about them? Uh, what's your favorite Olympic sport? Uh, do you watch any together with your significant other? Uh, do you like to watch the Olympics together? Does it help your relationship? Does it hurt your relationship? Do you find that you're watching one sport and, and your significant other is watching another one and it actually tears you apart for two weeks? Let us know. 866-GET-SEXY is the phone number here. We'd love to hear from you on Living Sexy. Right now, though, we want to hear from G-Spot because this is your bailiwick. <laughs> this is your area of expertise. Flights and accommodations... In Rio de Janeiro, what is the story with it? How crazy is it? It gets real crazy. And, and just so for some of the listeners out there, August 5th to August 21st, we will start the 2016 Rio Summer Olympics. 
Um, lots of good stuff going on. Um, as far as hotels, for an example, they're letting you know that hotels will report up to 234% higher. So three times higher. Than basically. what you would normally pay Dude. in order to be there. So if it's a $300 a night hotel, it's $900 a night. Or Gouging. More. Correct. Um, this is this is uh, this is horrible. Why do they do that? And just so you know, because the amount can. of people yep. who come four hundred thousand plus people four hundred thousand plus yes, that there's just enough rooms to cover that amount of people. So that's why it drives up those prices that way. Because when you have a higher demand and lower um, you know availability and inventory, that's why they're going to jack up those prices because they're going to. You know they're going to hone in on that and take a, take advantage of the moment. And remember, this is only from the fifth to the twenty first. Right, but this does not cover guest houses or posadas or Airbnb, right? No, no, no. These that's these, all private stuff. This, yeah. the private stuff you can still do. I, so I they're think, they're going to make a lot of money because they can say, I, I, hey, I'm if assuming, you're out of a hotel, you can always go on, wrong. you know, get a room with us. I, I'm assuming. Uh, and then not only just the cost to get there, but even the air flights. The air flights range anywhere from 750, depending on where you're going and flying out of, up to three thousand dollars for a one-way ticket. Damn. It well, just, no, my God, round trip. Or for a round trip. Yeah, a round trip. Oh, you're stuck. So, um, you well, know, that's not too bad. 700 no, bucks too, for a round trip. Day. Yeah, well, that's the lowest. And that's like, you know, Something flying you out from two years ago. Yeah. Well, I don't know how far out they booked, but, you know, the, the airfares are going to be increased, obviously, during that time. It's almost like a holiday type of trip. So it's going to go up. Well, how but, do you get all those people there? I mean, how many people attend the Olympics plus the athlete? There must be. Hundreds of thousands. Well, yeah, she said four hundred thousand. Right. So, so that's. Uh, I'm just trying to think how many damn planes that well, takes to get all those people there. Well, you got to remember, as an ex-flight attendant, I will tell you that uh, you a know, really, 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 really big plane. <laughs> well, no, pulled, held, not only pulled, that, no, pulled along by a dirigible. Already, they fly a lot into <laughs> Rio. Just so you know, there's a lot of traffic going into Rio all the time. Okay. You know, so that that I don't think that's a huge concern. I think they can handle that for sure. But what's even more interesting is the tickets to the Olympics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, how, that, how much is that? Well, they range, you know, depending It's kind of on, weird, right? Yeah, they go, it is weird, the pricing. As low as yeah. 25 up to thirteen twenty seven per ticket. So it, I guess it's going to depend on the popularity of the event. Yeah. It sounds like to like me. Like the equestrian events are probably like, low. Like <laughs> dollars? So these these are not high-priced yeah. tickets. No. Yeah, well, once you get into the medal rounds, too, right? Then it's going to be more expensive. Know, right now, the Well, like men's hockey, for an example, it's eighty one seventy to get in and see men's hockey. So, That's for the gold medal match. That's not yeah, so bad. Not too bad. Hockey? I thought that was a winter sport. <laughs> mm-hmm. Apparently, it's down there. Wait a minute. They can't be doing hockey men's in the hockey, Summer Olympics. Men's hockey, right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so, golf is pretty cheap. Doesn't make any sense? <laughs> I don't know. It's under Rio 2016. I'm reading it. Nobody cares about badminton. It's thirty five. So basically, what they're <laughs> how, how much about... is badminton? Thirty five dollars. Well, you know, we went to the Olympics. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, we went and saw. We saw sports every single day. We were in the best seats in the house. It was tremendous. Well, that's really great. What did you see? Well, I, I went to the badminton. <laughs> and what, the what? I went to the polo. I watched and, curling. But if you see the cur- closing ceremony. That's, that's a winter sport. You can't count that one either. The closing ceremony, the men's marathon, though, 1300 yeah. tick. Well, 1300 it, bucks a ticket? It yeah. says. 1300 bucks yeah. a ticket to see men round and round a track. Well, that's the closing 
ceremony as well. Oh, is it? Yeah, because it's all part of that. You stay for the... But the opening's the better one when they light the freaking torch. When they put it out, I mean, there's no fun in that. What about sightseeing? Can we go somewhere? Well, here's here's what they... Total cost for five days. If you go to the total five days, Mm mid-range to go do everything would be $17.48. If you go the top end, $7,268 per person. That's not counting food either. No. That's just your ticket. It doesn't sound too bad for a... Two weeks at the Olympics for seven thousand bucks. No, I, I think know. I think we should do a uh, a living sexy trip there at some point. What the hell? We could go mid range though, like thirty five. Well, unfortunately, next year the Olympics are in Walla Walla, so that wouldn't be very exciting. <laughs> no, I'm in. Um, in four years, I think we'll be able to buy the Olympics. What yeah. do you think, Trick? Yeah, I don't know about all that. But they, def- <laughs> they definitely do have some great sightseeing if you can't make it to all the events and you can only go to badminton or a day at golf. Because that one was only uh, $35. That's not not really an exciting Olympic sport, the golf. Golf. Watching golf. Watching golf. It's like watching paint dry. I'd rather watch the badminton. At least the damn thing moves a little bit. $25.53 for a ticket for the golf's men's preliminary round. I like this stuff like beach volleyball. Now, that's my kind yeah. of Olympic sport. Yeah. Right Hello. That women's, women's soccer, beach, too. volleyball, sign me up for that. Have you seen the beach volleyball fails for the women? Where they like their oh, yeah. Beach volleyball oh, yeah. fails. Yeah, they, they, they have these things where their suits go right up their uh, you know, uh, dingle-dongers there. You know, the more I get to know Fox, the more I understand <laughs> that there's a lot going on in there. Oh, yeah, you're not missing much. Beach but it's, volleyball yeah. fails. Oh, like my that. gosh. Oh, yeah. yeah, and you just type that into Google and uh, See what you'll happens. get some dandy stuff. I'm uh, doing it right now. See, it's in my belly. See, and, and Jack, you waste your time. Here's the, here's the thing about Jack. He mm. wastes his time looking at porn. Mm-hmm. Okay, how many different ways can you watch some guy do a girl? Right? Excuse me. When I don't watch that much be, porn. Yes, you do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I went over to your computer the other day and oh, I looked at the most recent I do that searches. For you. Ninety-eight percent of your most recent <laughs> history in there was pornographic websites. So that's fine. But here's the thing. You could be watching some of this fun, interesting, and unique stuff out there that's still hot, still sexy. It's a turn-on, right? Mm. It doesn't have to be the same old, same old guy puts his dingle into a girl's dongle. I never said that. Now, just so you know, I still subscribe to Playboy, even though they took all the nudity out of it. Well, what fun is that? you just like the well, stories. Well, yeah, I like, yeah. The, uh, like been the, reading the Now, this is it. I, I just he found something. He hasn't picked up the magazine since. This is very interesting. There's <laughs> it's a, on my coffee table. There's, Let her speak. There's a study out there, because I was looking for this today, and it just happened to land on my, uh, my tablet. The study found that 47% of all flights to Rio have been made by people living in Brazil. So meaning they're not living in Brazil, but they're taking flights from wherever they're from in Brazil, coming mm-hmm. to Rio. Mostly France. 47%. So, so they're, they're all in-country flights. In-country well, flights. 47%. From France and then well, 50, Spain. Hold on. Right? 53% are booked by passengers outside of Brazil. Sure. The top Europeans flying to the Olympics in Rio are the French are number one. Germans. Closely followed Ooh, by the Spanish. Really? And yeah. guess who yeah. comes in third? Americans. Italians. Italians. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Americans are nowhere on here. No. Why not? Well, why would the Americans want to go to Rio for the Olympics? We don't want oh, to catch that to get Zika. Pickpocketed. We don't want to get that Zika. Because, you know, here's we'll what happens. You can get that Zika in Miami. Miami. What are you talking about? Here's what happens with, with the, the, the media in the United States of America. Okay. They are panic mongers. 
Okay, there were four people that got the Zika virus. And everybody now doesn't want to go to the Olympics in the United States of America because all I've been talking about for the last year is the Zika virus. Oh, no. Okay? A bunch of these spineless, wimpy-ass golfers from oh, the United States. Oh, they just didn't States want to go. Said, oh, I can't, I can't go and play golf in Rio. I might get the, uh, eaten by a mosquito, and then I'll get the Zika. Well, for God's sakes... Just use, a, just use woods. Grow the deep woods. Grow the hell up. Off, baby. Okay? Off, yeah, deep woods off. Grow the hell up. Yeah. You're big old babies. Well, you know the one thing, though? If you're going to go to Rio uh, or even thinking about it, pickpocketing, very common. Don't want to lose too much money, so don't ever carry around too much more than $30 at a time. And ATM skimmers, all the time. Get yourself a prepaid money card, not linked to any other accounts, and that way you won't have to worry about your savings account being That's a drained. good idea. Also, keep your smartphone or camera the hell out of sight when you're not using it and have a password on all devices because your identity can be stolen. And don't forget, like Carl Malden said, make sure you take your American Express Travelers. You know, no one you. ever uses those very much anymore. I never hear about that, but I, I do believe in those. Yeah, but you can get those, and a lot of places provide them for very inexpensive costs. So mm -hmm. you'll Pennies on the dollar. Yeah, place like that. <laughs> well, this is great. We've got a lot of information about Rio, Alberto, but Hitler. there is more stuff that I really want to get into about the Olympic Games. Mm -hmm. And we have... Some things that you don't I I will I will venture to guess, Jack, that eight out of these ten things you never knew, and you're a history major about the Olympic Games. Specifically the Summer Olympics. Mm hmm I wanna tell you something about that. I think I can get a few of these. Now listen, this is the first one, right? I like to get I like to do these. These are fun. Figure skating was initially part of the Summer Olympics. See, they keep moving these winter sports around. <laughs> They're trying to get at some interest. Before the advent of the Winter Olympics in 1924, men's, women's, and pairs figure skating events were part of the programs for the 08 and 20 Olympics, but they were the Summer Olympics. Ice hockey also made its debut in the 1920 Summer Games. Right, but it's a winter sport. See, it doesn't make any damn sense. That just answers your question, though. It's because they're working during the winter. Well, I think it's because the ice is fake. Oh, that's it. And they play indoors. Speaking of fake, when do you think the last time they actually had solid gold medals Boy. when those people won? I thought they always were solid Probably gold. when gold no. was about $200 an ounce. Less than that, yeah. Uh, 1912. That was the 19. last time they were pure gold. What? So hey, now they just do minute. gold plated. Wait a minute. Uh, Why is yeah. 1912 an important day in history? Mm. I'm, that Stock something market, is something. Ringing a Titanic. Bell, 19, what happened in 1912, Jack? Titanic. Was the Titanic went yeah, down in 1912? Yeah, yeah. So there it is. The Titanic sunk with all the gold. Well, anyway, the winners nowadays, 93% silver, 6% copper, and just 6 grams of gold okay, that's in the just, gold medals. You know what? Yeah. That's just cheap. The it Olympic is. Committee is just getting cheap. With all the graft that those guys take and gals, you'd think they would at least spring for some damn real medals. Well, you know, the, right. I always the thought they were real. award system didn't even start until 1904 for the top three. So the first few years that they brought it back, the Olympics, as we said, 1896, I believe, Yeah, they went a whole stretch before they said, you know what, well, let's give them medals. <laughs> so, you know that the Olympic Games, the Summer Games, used to span months Starting in the spring and ending in the fall. Yeah, that was before television, okay? And then when TV came along, it was like, hey, we got to compress this down so we can package it up. We can oh sell God. some advertising. We can get some sponsors involved. And then we can get it on the networks. And that's exactly what happened. Then they 
scrunch the Olympics down for two weeks. Wow. Yeah, the London Olympics ran 188 days, more than half the year. The 1900 Paris Games were more than five months. Hey, I got one for a G-spot. When do you think the first drug test was? Um... I'm I'm back here looking at April 27th because that's my birthday in 1908. Um, you were born in 1908. Holy yeah. You look great. <laughs> oh my God, wow. you are aging really uh, well. I look beautiful. <laughs> I would say in the 70s, close uh, to the 70s. Yeah, 68. First drug test and the first Olympian failed. He was busted for drinking beer. Okay, so what did they do before? <laughs> that was the first Whoa. substance. Nothing. There wasn't. They're drugs not allowed to drink that, alcohol. Or? No, this was just that that's what he tested positive, and it was a banned substance at that time. Oh. So he couldn't drink beer. Took two beers to calm his nerves before the pistol shot. This was uh, Hans Gnara Lutenwall. <laughs> and they just... And they, had to, they all had to return the bronze return medal. This is terrible. Yeah. Okay, that's terrible. All, you know what? This, is, this is always a good idea. Get drunk before you fire a weapon. Well, and the thing is, he, I mean, this it, is no, perfect. It was horse riding or something because he then attacked his horse after it balked three times. It was supposed to be jumping obstacles. You're like, he's German. What do you expect? He he, he beat up yeah. he beat up his horse. Yeah, because he, he it wouldn't he didn't want to jump over the the obstacles. Oh wow! Yeah. I thought he was firing a gun. What did a horse have to do with? No, it's a different guy. No, that was. Oh, him. this is a different guy. This was okay. his. This was his fellow pentathlete. Okay. Do you know, I know you didn't know what the word Ballywick meant, but do you know what a quagmire is? Yeah, I know what a quagmire is. It's uh, very, very similar mm-hmm. uh, to uh, what uh, Jim Morrison was in when he sang about it in The Doors. Mm-hmm. It's like being stuck in quicksand, right? A quagmire. Literally. That's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Outdoor tennis, 1936, Berlin Olympics. Okay, they had the outdoor tennis courts made of clay and sand. The gold medal game between the United States and Canada and it started to rain. And it was more of a deluge, you know, like a monsoon almost. Right. It was a clay court? Of yeah, some kind? and it became a muddy mess. <laughs> right. And, yeah, and this was actually basketball, excuse me. They used it, they played well, basketball, basketball on the court? tennis courts. Okay, I get it. Got it? Yeah. And it rained, and it was soggy, Whoops. and it was, you try to dribble in the mud, forget it's not going to happen when you're bouncing okay. the ball. Did look they the finish score. the game at least? Yeah, look at the score. <laughs> yeah, the, the Americans were waterlogged. They spent the most uh, of the first half trying just to play catch with the slippery ball to protect the lead, and they won, yay, America, over Canada, 19 mm, to funny. 8. That yeah. sounds exciting. <laughs> was... Oh my god! <laughs> now this I didn't know either. For nearly forty years, artists, you know, like musicians and stuff, are also yeah, competed for for gold medals. So uh, they wanted to incorporate art and culture into the Olympic movement. This guy, uh, French uh, Baron guy named Pierre de Coubertine. Yeah, we talked about him before. He's the guy that brought back the modern-day Olympics. So beginning with the 12 Stockholm Games, gold, silver, and bronze medals were awarded in painting, sculpture, architecture, literature, and music. And some of the sculptures were kind of racy. I don't know if you saw any of the pictures of some of these sculptures over the years. But they they actually had sculptures of uh, genitalia, uh, of breasts. Uh, They had a a, a Twin Peaks-type sculpture uh, with the the nipples. 
Uh, yeah, but the but you know they had the, the baby suckling uh, sculpture. <laughs> so there were a lot of kind of fun sculptures. I think that's probably was the demise. The Nobel the Nobel Prize kind of took that over though, didn't it? In yeah, a way, I guess it did. Well, yeah, yeah, but that's for professionals. I mean, it has to be yeah. amateurs in the sense of the Olympics. Yeah, amateurs have to be in the Olympics unless it's basketball. Yeah, or hockey, or, hockey, or uh, golf. Listen, I or love golf. I love or, this. Wait a minute, how many exceptions are there to this rule? This would be such a G spot moment. America's first female Olympic champion had no idea she was even competing in the summer games. I didn't know. <laughs> I shot a 47 well, stu- on the nine hole While course. studying art under Edgar Degas and Augustine Rodin in Paris in two- 1900, a 22-year-old American, Margaret Abbott, saw an advertisement for a golf tournament and decided to enter. Mm-hmm. After shooting a 47 on the nine hole course, she won the tourney and took home a porcelain bowl. Unbeknownst to Abbott, the tournament she had entered was part of the poorly organized Paris Games, and she had just become the first American wim- woman to win an Olympic event. And she event. had no idea. She had no idea. This is great. That would be me. Well, in 1900, let's face it, uh, they probably didn't do a lot of good publicity. There no. wasn't a lot of good marketing happening. The That's PR crazy, people probably you know, didn't. They, maybe the logos weren't printed on the materials. <laughs> I got one for you. You know how the uh, the uh, Ostrapistorius, the w, Blade Runner guy with the yes. leg, fake yeah, legs? Yeah, Pistorius. Yeah. Well, back in 1904, there was a gymnast who won six medals, three golds, and had a wooden leg. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah. Lost the as a, as a kid, got run over really? by a train, lost the left leg, hmm. and yet he competed. And he won gold in the parallels. And the long horse and rope climbing events and silver on the side horse and all around competitions and bronze on the horizontal bars. Wow. Think about that back in the With a 1900s. Wooden leg. I got a well, he probably took his wooden leg off for some of those. Things, I doubt so. that. I doubt it, actually. It would have thrown him off balance, don't you think? I don't know. It all depends. That is amazing, though. Mm-hmm. Still amazing. Mm-mm-mm. Hmm. Well, there's a lot of fun facts about the history of the Olympics. Uh, we're going to continue to bring you some fun stuff all week long on Living Sexy Radio as uh, we get into Rio 2016, giving you the week-long preview here on Living Sexy Radio. And believe you me, we're going to bring you the sexy side of what's going on in the Olympics as well. I understand that these athletes booty, booty. are, well, here's the thing. They're young. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are very attractive. Oats to be sown. They are... Very, how should we say? Nubile. Viral. Uh, jacked up. Flexible. Not on drugs, Black but they're jacked, jacked up. up on adrenaline. Yeah. Yes. They're jacked up on all this. Performance enhancing drugs. Well, yes. they're not taking no. the drugs, but they're, they're just excited. Just happy to And be have there. you ever been at a party or in an event or in a, in, a, in a place where everybody's just fired up as hell to be there? High mm-hmm. adrenaline. Mm-hmm. How easy is it to get laid in that environment? Extremely easy. Pretty easy. Pretty darn easy. Yeah. And if you've been reading and if you've been listening to what we've said on this show, it's now believed by the majority of athletes out there that having sex before you engage in activities of a, of, of, of a physical nature in a sporting event mm. that you actually perform better than if you don't have sex now, before. Now, that goes against everything the football coach used to tell us in high school. Yeah, that's because he didn't want you getting it on with the uh, you know, mm. other players. Mm. Well, yeah, they, they frowned on that stuff. Mm. But now, if you're going to, let's say you're going to do the, uh, the, the javelin toss. <laughs> yeah, there. that's a lot of fun. Okay. You want to get hard, and you want to drive it home the night before. 
you want to give it to her like nobody's business. They used to say hold back. And then the following day, you are thinking about that. You are so pumped up. You are so mm-hmm. fired up about that lovemaking last night. Yep. You get out to that javelin uh, event, and you throw that sucker a mile and a half. But do you remember it was always frowned upon. To, you, they didn't want you to let go of your uh, your male seed that was supposed to power you to victory. That, that was, was the old a, thing. That was right? a lie. That's that, that, that but was, it was. It's untrue. By it, the way, it, Michael's listening on Facebook, uh, through the Facebook and, and uh, livingsexyradio.com. He tried to call you out about the Titanic, but he was wrong. So when was the Titanic? It was April 15th, 1912, but he thought it was 1914. Oh. I did a little fact-checking, and booyah! Well, you, got, you, have, to realize, Thanks, you have to realize here Appreciate that, that, that. we're sitting here with a history major. You can't be questioning his knowledge of what Well, I don't about. know everything about everything. He knows everything but, about history. He has a, you, but actually, if I, don't you have a plaque on your wall? Doesn't it say, I know everything about history? I think mm, it's what it says. Yeah, it does. So what? So a lot of people have those. It's, it's all okay. good, though. You can try. But I'm pretty quick on the search engines myself. This fine radio program brought to you by Caliente Club and Resorts, the most luxurious clothing optional experience you can imagine. We will be at Caliente Club and Resorts for SOS, Suits Optional Sunday, coming up on the 28th of August. Uh, You can stay the night of the 28th at a special rate and get a late checkout. All you have to do is let them know you heard about it on Living Sexy Radio, and you don't have to check out until 5 p.m. Monday afternoon. That's pretty awesome. And we'll have special drinks, courtesy of Mixing Sexy. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Put that on your calendar the 28th of August, and give Caliente Club and Resorts a call. You'll find a link on our website at livingsexyradio.com for that. We also want to thank Premier Couple Superstore. Takes you where you want to go. Las Vegas, what happens here stays here, and MixingSexy.com Discover the sexy side of life, the lifestyle social dating network for singles and couples. Oh, yeah. Damn. Jack is really enjoying Damn. the... Uh, the, the uh, beach volleyball fails, baby. See, what I did you. I tell you I'm about telling the beach you, volleyball? I'm just a little telling distracted you. tonight, and uh, it was, it's almost like uh, it shouldn't happen, but yet... But yet, there it is. We love beach volleyball fails. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Living Sexy Radio, we have got lots yet to come, including Sex in My City. We'll give you what's sexy, the secrets in the underbelly of Rio de Janeiro. We'll also have 100 facts, not all of them tonight, but we're going to spread this out over the week, uh, about Rio de Janeiro uh, that you didn't already know. This is a really interesting place. Melissa Fox will be in with Hit Us Up, courtesy of SwingersBoard.com, and I will give you something that you never knew that you could do. You never knew it. You've got it inside you. There's a brand new study out about something you didn't think you could do. Is that the man in the boot? I've got the answer for you. Uh, It's got something to do with that, but not exactly. Okay. And check us out on Facebook tonight. We are streaming live between the sheets as we take breaks. You can watch us on Facebook. Kind of fun. Giving it a try tonight. You're listening to Living Sexy, starring Blackjack, Electric, and Chastity. Broadcasting live across the globe at 10 Eastern. Turn your sexy on.
Attention men and women who want to improve their performance in the bedroom. A product has been formulated, researched, and certified to give men and women the special sexual desire they're looking for. This product is all natural, does not require a prescription, and has virtually no side effects. The only side effect you'll have is the benefit that comes with having a great sex life with your partner. This product is called Horny Goat Weed Plus. It contains a unique blend of all natural ingredients. Just take two capsules a day and you're on your way to an amazing relationship with your partner. Remember, this product works for men and women. And when you call today to get started in our special monthly delivery program, we'll send you a free bottle. Call right now and order Horny Goatweed. 800-430-2130. That's 800-430-2130. We are proud to introduce Fairy Designer Line, the world's exclusive luxury club of high-end fashion. That includes Posh, 21-carat Fairy Mosh, the 19-carat Bridal Signature Series, and a selection of fine timepieces. Now serving clients in 150 countries, it's the fastest-growing fashion house in the world. The newest Posh 5 collection is made with the highest quality silver and includes healing stones like jade, amethyst, and mother of pearl. Adorn yourself with necklaces, rings, earrings, bracelets, and super sporty high-end watches. The Fairy Designer line expands its flagship brand, Fairy Mosh, with exotic handbags, wallets, and high-end European footwear for men and women that dazzle. It's beauty in its purest form. Wouldn't you like to wear the brand the celebrities wear? Simply go to livingsexyradio.com and click on the famous Fairy Diamond to get more information and receive a one $100 gift certificate you can use right now. That's right. Go to livingsexyradio.com and click on the famous Fairy Diamond and go shopping today. Fairy, the fastest growing luxury designer fashion house in the world. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Here's why. Dish has the nation's lowest TV price along with an award-winning DVR that can skip commercials, record eight shows at once, and get access to thousands of movies at your fingertips. Cable simply can't even compare. So the smart choice is to cut the cable and get Dish. Plus, you get all these great TV features, free HD DVR upgrade, free installation, and free movie channels. Say goodbye to cable and get more with Dish TV. Call 800-586-5036. 800-586-5036. As an added bonus, you can switch to Dish now and receive a $50 Visa gift card. So call now and get Dish TV. 800-586-5036. 800-586-5036. That's 800-586-5036. Limited time offer, 24-month commitment, and credit qualification required. Cancellation fee, monthly equipment fees, and other restrictions apply. Promotion can change at any time. The planet's sexiest mix. This is the Living Sexy Radio Network. Broadcasting live from the United States of America. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. Turn your sexy on. <laughs> Video interrupt us at Living Sexy. Hate when that happens. Great to have you listening on WWPR, Tampa Bay, Bradenton, Sarasota, Florida. On GabNet Live tonight uh, as well at GabNet.net and, of course, at LivingSexyRadio.com. Thank you to Apple and iTunes and Apple TV for streaming us. Uh, also, uh, from Athens, Greece, we are loving the fact 
that uh, our friends at Radio Jar continue to stream us all over Europe on the hottest and happeningest server farm that you've ever seen. Also, Radionomy taking care of us out of Brussels, Belgium, and Los Angeles, California. Uh, we've got so many great partners. Uh, we just want to send you the love tonight. Uh, great to have you listening. Uh, you know, we uh, right now are averaging about a half a million listeners every single week That's money, to baby. this radio program worldwide. And that is a huge number. We want to thank you so much uh, for uh, showing us the love. That you know, really is a lot of people, that man. That's a, yeah. a half a million people You know what I always say? If you really like what you hear, call your local radio stations and say, I want Living Sexy on my radio. And what we're going to do is we'll travel out around and we'll actually do some shows in various markets around the world. Uh, we'll uh, camp out for a week and, uh, and uh, take your radio station over for a week. Yeah, we'll eat your food and we'll drink your booze. Well, we'll It'll be awesome. That's what sure. radio people do <laughs> be i'm just being real i'm just being yeah, real, right you know yeah, so well tonight we're talking about the olympics this is going to be a great olympic games i'm really excited about what's going to happen in rio weather is going to be scorching hot uh and that is the one thing that were they really haven't talked about a lot is how hot it's going to be uh you know it's it's on the equator for god's sakes yeah right uh and these people are going to be out in the beating hot sun in the middle of the day competing at their highest physical exertion uh can you imagine the kind of stuff that's going to be happening out there lots of sex we talked hot. about this during the uh, not, winter games a couple years ago not in the middle of the heat in the summer and the day hot. at night maybe when it's nice oh cool come on trick they're going to be banging it out building. everything's getting hot Me. the gonads are getting hot Gallery. you're telling me it ain't gonna be some in the middle of the day sex uh by the uh you know by the side of the... In the air-conditioned stairwells? The, the, right. Or the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, by the shot put... Uh, by I was thinking by the wall, like the rock climbing wall. Oh, the or wherever rock climbing. No. Yeah, where they do the rock climbing event it's, or whatever. It's, it's not happening. No. You, 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 you've got mail. You've got mail. You've got mail. Yes, you do. Courtesy of swingersboard.com. If you want to get featured and win yourself... A three-day, two-night vacation. You need to hit up the forum on swingersboard.com and write us a question and get featured right here on Living Sexy. Because if I read your letter, you get featured and you win a vacation to where? One of five sexy destinations, including Orlando, New Orleans, Las Vegas, New York. Pigeonhole. And elsewhere. (laughs) Very cool. Well, today's winner is S.J. Marr. And uh, she says, why lie on profiles? Maybe I'm just venting, and I hope that's all right. But as we are venturing into the SLS, anyone, anyone? Swingers lifestyle. Thank you. I've got to ask, why do women blatantly lie about their weight? Now, I'm not saying I can tell you to the pound how much someone weighs, but if you post that you're 180 pounds and you're obviously clearly not less than 250. (laughs) Whoops. The scale was off a little. Do you think folks won't notice? I mean, I fudge like seven pounds on my own profile. Well, seven is already. But I'm just baffled as to why someone would do that so significantly, especially when they posted the photos. I mean, there are so many people who enjoy big, beautiful women 
all shapes and sizes. I just don't get the deception. Bait and switch. And it goes both ways, too, because I've actually almost gone right past profiles where she's listed as 120 pounds, mostly because I'm new to this and therefore a bit self-conscious about it, at least from my first experience with a woman who is significantly more slender than myself. But then I catch sight of the picture and realize, oh, please, sincerely, wow, you are definitely fluffy and not 120 pounds. Hey, yeah, sincerely, a 172-pound woman who is listed as 165. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty that's, good. That's why you would do it. It's uh, It's been used by retail locations for generations. It's called the old bait and switch. You uh, bring them in with a sale price and you go... Hey, you know, we just sold our last one, but we have one a lot like it. It's only $20 you more. You know the scales at some grocery stores? If you stand on it, it usually tells you you weigh five pounds less than you do so that you can go buy more food. Serious, no lie. Publix. Winn-Dixie. <laughs> Not to call anybody out. Seriously, though, why do people lie on their profiles? Well, here's the, here's the, the, the idea, I think, behind it is that you want more people to message you or to notice you and you want to take as many things that are negative or you perceive Perceived, as negative about yeah. yourself out of the profile that you can in order to make yourself as attractive as possible to as many people as possible. So weight is one of the big things. The other thing is height, mm -hmm. right? And so it, it, let's say you're 5'5", five five, but you put in the profile you're 5'7", and let's say that you're 180 pounds, but you put in the profile you're 140. Okay, so all of a sudden you're two inches taller and you're 50 pounds lighter than you really are when you meet the person face to face. But when you do meet the person face to face, you wear high heels and you put on a muumuu dress or a corset. And you know, here's another thing about this: a lot of people start out they put on their profile when they first join a site like mixingsexy.com for example mm -hmm. which is the, uh, the premier site yeah you check that out get three months for free your first three mm -hmm. yep put in the code living sexy dude and they might put 180 pounds if they're six two right but that's not really all that big but they might have gained weight, never changed the right. amount of weight right. on the original profile. Right. They gained 50 pounds over right. the last four years. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well. Because nobody, there's never any reminders really to go, hey, have you checked your weight lately? You might want to update it. Or so, you know, people might just leave it like that out of laziness. That's a great idea. You get you get alerted like every, let's say, 90 days. <laughs> oh, come Like on. where your profile, like you get alerted. Has anything changed? <laughs> Is your hair still Is your brown? Hair yeah, do you still have hair? Yeah, <laughs> right. That is a great idea. Black no, Black. it's not. I don't know about that. Maybe it, it, it might have its drawbacks. Like you might go, oh wait a minute, should I check? And then you get, then you lose all your self confidence, and you and you don't come, you leave the site, you know, or something like that. The other thing I think people are afraid of is that weight, you know, is is taken as a as a non relative number, and it has to be taken relative to your height. Because if you're five nine and one fifty, it's a hell of a lot different than you're five Scrawny. one and one fifty. So it's it, you know, and, and people look past the height sometimes, and they see, oh my gosh, this girl's one hundred and seventy pounds. I don't want to date her. Yeah. And you know, you didn't notice that she was six feet tall either. Right. It's like okay. that song, "Baby Got Back." 
you know, he says, I love 36, 24, 36, <laughs> only if she's 5'3". See, you know, but here, here's those, the biggest see? mistake that I yeah. think happens on this kind of stuff. And I, you know, I'm just going to put it out there and do just it, be it. the person that I am. Number one, if, if you're looking for a specific person, you know, follow your profile. Because quite frankly, if you're looking for that 5'1", 125, big boobs, blonde hair, you know, all these things, and just look for that particular person, right? Because a lot of times people just have this big gap of what they want do you understand what i'm saying like you mean like it's uh and they're not honing in on a specific time correct and then and then you know deal well, with they the, want to get laid i mean if you're only focusing on one specific type your odds of getting laid are much less than if you kind of broaden and, that, your and horizons, that's that's right? exactly my point so now you're opening yourself up to a lot of different things a lot of different profiles do you understand? And so the the bottom line is, is that when you're doing this stuff, you're going to run into the ones that are not going to be so sincere. That's just the way life is. Mm. You know, I'd rather listen to somebody do a recording and I hear their voice because I'm going to tell you, the voice will turn me off in two seconds. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah cause I, they could, I, I won't have to worry about the way. They weight. could look like uh, Steve Reeves or something. And, but then they could talk like this. Seriously, that, that, that would just turn mm. me Hi, off baby. in two seconds. So yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I, you know, I just think, you know, try to be as honest as you can. Well, uh, you know, as much as you can. Because whatever I, you're giving out, you need to give back in. You know, like it goes both ways. So, Well, here's the thing, though. On profiles, weight is a pain in the ass, Okay. And a lot of times you can get away with skipping adding your weight entirely. Look at the photos. Well, listen, people. if you're chunky, then go on a chunky site. Yeah. There's I Jewish guess. sites. There's chunky sites. There's chunky you know, Jewish sites. Yeah. There's chunky Jewish. I mean, go to those sites. Then that way you can be who Trick you is are. Trick is making a beeline for his computer right now. <laughs> ChunkyJews.com. <laughs> I can hardly contain myself. But it's true. I mean, if you're going to go on Sugar Daddy, then you know what they're looking for. Why would you be overweight on Sugar Daddy? Okay. Here's the thing about about weight and types of profiles and all that kind of stuff. I think I don't care what the site is. I don't care where it is. If you're honest about everything on the website in your profile, you're going to be better off than if you're not. And here's my thought process about mm. that. Karma is a bitch. Oh, yeah. So if you represent yourself as who you really are, you're going to gravitate towards other profiles who represent who they really are. And as a result, you're going to have much better connectivity to the kinds of people you want to be meeting. You're going to gravitate toward the people that you are representing yourself to be on your profile. So why do they lie? They lie because that's the way they are in real They're life. Insecure, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what they do every day. They are lying sacks of crap every single day. Is that the kind of person no. you want to meet? And that's not the thing. at all. I have no. seen a lot of profile pictures that have been taken ten or fifteen years ago. Come on, and then you walk in, you meet this person, you're like, "Oh my God, did you send your father?" That's what realtors do on their business cards. They use their fifteen-year-old, twenty-year-old pictures. Yeah, it's, get some it, more sales. Being cynical, though, it's hard to avoid, I think, with yeah. this whole deal. It is. It is. And you just have to, you know, either give it a shot, take your chances and say, hey, you know, either they're being honest or they're not. And just do it. I mean, sitting here worrying about, you know, what your profile picks are. It's it's a waste of time, quite frankly. And, and I'm going to bring up another one she didn't bring up, and that is age. Mm, well. Okay. Everybody lies about their age. It's just what everybody does. Uh, maybe it's one years, maybe it's two years, maybe it's three years, maybe it's five years, maybe it's 10 years. 
age really doesn't make any difference in in my opinion. It's how you act and how you feel, uh, and to some degree how you look. But I've seen somebody that's forty that looks like they're sixty. And I've seen somebody that's 60 that looks like they're 40. So age isn't as big of a deal on a profile than weight and height is. I agree with you on that. I think uh, that's more about how you act and how you feel. But, yeah, height and weight are... Those are kind of important because, you know, you want someone uh, who you want. I mean, if if you're expecting a certain height and weight and you see a different one, I agree with you on that, Melissa. That, yeah. that could throw anybody off. I, I just got a, uh, and it's a message here, says they met a couple who claimed to be about 10, 15 years younger than they were, and it was very obvious, and they stuck with it the whole time. They pretended they're in their early 30s when they're easily in their mid-40s. One of them slipped while they're talking, said they're kids or something about darn teenagers or empty nest, and the other one's eyes got really big, like, you're blowing it, you're giving it away. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, you're not. We, we're, Can you we're imagine? Idiots. You tried to lie for one, but now you got to lie oh, for right. two. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I would shame, fail though. so fast at that game, it wouldn't work. He, he goes on to say, you know, it's a real shame how desperate they have to be to play a younger couple and resort to dishonesty just to get laid. That's kind of pathetic. I was yeah. embarrassed yeah. for them. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I guess, you know, be honest. That's the best advice you can give. For people that lie, it's just what they do. And why do they lie? They lie because they're not happy with who they are and they're trying to be somebody else. And I really think that there is somebody for everybody. That whatever your body type, whatever your age, whatever your mix of socioeconomic, uh, you know, uh, capabilities and and your culture and all the rest of the stuff, your skin color, there's somebody for everybody, okay? And if you go on a site like MixingSexy.com, you're going to find somebody that fits you perfectly, Mm. fits what you want, how you want it, and what you're looking for. And that's really what it's about. So don't lie. Put yourself out there as who you are. Put a recent picture up and uh, go for it. Uh, If you need help writing your profile, G-Spot is a professional. And you can hit her up anytime you want. She will assist you in writing a profile that will get you exactly what you're looking for. I thought he was going to say get you laid. Definitely get laid. Yeah, of course. You're a professional. She spots a professional. <laughs> and she doesn't even charge for it. You know, I can't disagree. Oh. You just have what they call the knack. You're all right. knacked out, baby. All right, that is a feature called Hit Us Up, courtesy of our friends at swingersboard.com. Swingersboard.com, the most incredible forum on the Internet. If you want to talk about sexuality, swinging, uh, kinks, any uh, alternative lifestyle topic, get in there to swingersboard.com. There is so much information, it will blow you away on every topic, all kinds of informative information and opinions from people who are doing what you want to be doing. And it is a free site, doesn't cost you a damn dime. Swingersboard.com is the place they feature. Hit us up right here with Melissa Fox a couple nights a week on livingsexyradio.com. All right, let's move on now to... uh, this crazy town of Rio. It's my city. Uh, this uh, Olympic Games that we're playing. It all gets started on Friday night with the opening ceremonies. But G-Spot has what's going on under the game. Oh, yeah. It's time for Sex 
in my city. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yes, I am. Thank you. Especially close to the hour of 11.20. We oh. love Rio. We featured Rio before, but you know, you can't get enough Rio. Just can't get enough of Rio, and especially now... It's all kind of designed to be around the Olympics coming up on the 5th and all the way to the 21st. So where are we going first to that secret? Well, I don't know if you know this, but over 10,000 athletes from 206 different countries. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll join the Rio de Janeiro uh, party and lifestyles out there. Like and uh, Okay. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. And don't and keep in mind, you know, some of these athletes don't make it all the way to the gold. So they're hanging out. Hanging. You know what I mean. Things are hanging out. They're what? hanging. <laughs> so literally, they have come out, and I'm going to share a, a couple See? of these throughout the week. But tonight, it's going to be on the 2016 Gay Guide to Rio. These are legitimate sites that you can find because they want to tell you everything and anything you'd like to do while you are there and if you are of the LGBT community because it's for everybody. Okay? So the first place we're going to go is these gay saunas. Gay saunas are very, very, very popular in the Rio. The bathhouse? Oh, mini Z bathhouse. The first one, and they're all in cinemas. I don't know, again, why like some of these places are in cinemas, but they are. Uh, one is called Scene Iris. I've seen her. You have, I bet. Mm -hmm. There's three floors where all this action takes place. See, this While porn. you have porn yeah. projected on all three I levels. I porn projected on me. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> That's sticky, man. Yeah. So, <laughs> this is very popular for the transsexual community. And um, this is something, apparently, that they really get involved with. There's three of these cinemas throughout Rio. Yeah. So, it's it's just very interesting that, uh, you know, it's about the porno and just being with people while you're watching porno. You know, I'm thinking of a theater and, like, sitting in a chair. I'm thinking of Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Do you just, like, sit there and watch everybody else do other stuff? No, but because prostitution is legal, right, in Brazil? Yes, yes, it is. Okay, Very so, much so. Yeah, you probably get service while you're watching it on the big screen. It's got to be kind of hot. Now, there's one uh, called Club 117, or 117, yeah, 117. Yeah, yeah. 117. Best little whorehouse yeah, in Rio. Yeah, <laughs> Rio. It's a sauna where there's muscular escorts, um, and they will have a great time with popular drag and stripper performances. So that looks like a fun place. Um, so many places I can't even get involved with all of them, but one I'm going to tell you, fitness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have so many things. It's just amazing. So when you're there and you just want to go enjoy the spas, another one that uh, is, is, uh, very famous for the older daddies and their fans. <laughs> I love this one. Daddy. Sauna Copa, Copa Cabana. Like, Copa. Uh, very Manilow, mm -hmm. yes. Seven cruising bars, so many places to go for the Olympics 2016 gays. Just go on there, check it out. That's what you'd like to do. There's plenty to enjoy. And tomorrow night, we'll do it on the, the, the 
stripper clubs. Uh, now, you know, you know what the yeah. big drink is, the national drink. We talked about this a couple of years ago. Do you remember trick? The caiparina. What the heck? You get a couple of those caiparinas in you. Mm-hmm. You are ready for action. It's kind of yeah. like a mojito. See, what happens is you have two caiparinas, then you get your vuvuzela, and you go to a sporting event. <laughs> I do and it is a wild I scene. I think I own a vuvuzela. But I oh, bet my you God. Know what? They had to outlaw the damn things at, uh, the, at, the, at, the, uh, uh, at the World Cup. Uh, because it was so loud that the players couldn't even hear themselves. Oh, that big oh, plastic yeah. horns yeah. that go yeah. wow, wow, wow. And what they did is they had to, to tune out the microphones for the announcers. They they actually took the frequency and they removed it out of the mix of the microphone so that you couldn't hear the sales. Otherwise, you couldn't hear the damn guys even talk yeah, to the talk horrible. about the game. You definitely couldn't hear the badminton ball being hit around. No, no. it's not a ball. It's well, what? Uh, it's what they call it. It's uh, a birdie. Shuttle the bird. The shuttle. <laughs> <laughs> so one, more, it. one, more, it, one more place that we're going to talk about. I waited many years to hear you say the word. Cuck. Uh, <laughs> one more place we're going to visit, and it was actually written up in the Rolling Stone. It, it, it hit the big time. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a very famous brothel, um, and it's it's been around for many, many, many years. It is called Termas Centaurus is the name of it. I have no idea what it means or what it stands for. Really? But it, means, it means thermos of the stars. That's what it means. My mom used to give me a thermos with my lunch meals. What no. are you talking about? Don't listen to him. Okay. Well, this is actually last fall where Justin Bieber tried to sneak out undetected by the paparazzi. So this is the same location. So right now... This sex house has become very, very popular because of one young man who uh, got caught coming out of this brothel. Jeepers creepers. Yeah, exactly. Um, everything goes, everything goes in this brothel. It's, uh, it's a very interesting place, kind of a hidden secret. So you've got to go find this out and go check it out because I think you would have one heck of a time. Apparently the girls speak fluent English so they can help you understand what their services are and uh, they will let you know exactly how much they cost. Oh, yes. It's my understanding that some of the girls uh, actually will leave there and they will go to a place called the Sinless Hotel. Huh. Which so is, what they get they get a break there which they is don't just down do the street Cheap. and you can get a uh, room there for $44 and then they can really do some special activities because inside the brothel they have to pay money to the man. Mm. Yes. Right? That man, man is called you know what they're called a boit. B O I T E. A boit. I think I'm saying that right. A boot. A boot. A boot. Uh, that's, that's where they have to go and pay, and it is a male. They so go and pay a, a male. I have, to, I have to interrupt you here. There's somebody on Facebook who oh. says he has nude pics. You know, I, I have no idea. You know what? Maybe he does. I, 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 I would like, I would like, I, I like would, the fact they're leaving it open there. It's, I would like those to resurface at any moment, please. Uh, you know, it's it, who it's coming from. I, I'm not really, uh, sure. When or how or where that would have taken place? Well, I have nude pictures of G Spot, uh, and we have them uh, actually posted on the walls here in the studio. Nice. So that's uh, what we enjoy. <laughs> that keeps us motivated during the so, show. So yeah, he can send them. I'd love to see him. 
I think I would take some pretty hot nudies, so I'm ready. I'm Let ready me see too. him. I, well, you want to see him. We want to see him. You get to see yourself well, every him. day. I mean, ask him. Yeah, if he's got him, bring it on, babe. Anything else on the underside of Rio? Oh, no, no. We're going to have a lot during this whole week. Oh, all week we're going to oh, go into this. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God. We, we, got, we have to spend time this is here. Great. There's a lot of info. All right. Thank you very much, G-Spot, for Sex in My City. Uh, we'll talk about Rio uh, all week long, get into more of the games, and talk about some of the athletes. We're going to talk about some of the hottest athletes, the female, the male athletes, who you should be watching for. What are the coolest and hottest sports that you'll want to watch this uh, upcoming couple of weeks? There's going to be some stuff that I think will blow your mind as to what these athletes are going to be doing. And I'm amazed at how many sports the women are participating in. Uh, apparently, there's a number of new sports that women have never participated right. in, and they're going to actually start uh, at this game. So really a, an interesting week here on Living Sexy Radio. Thank you very much, G-Spot. You're welcome. Uh, Good stuff. That. On the way, we'll feature a sexy artist that it really flies in the face of sexy. But for some reason... Uh, this guy has I think what he's it got takes, his own sexy. Yeah, yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah, he's been shaking it for a long time. Kind of like what? Uh, Two generations, several, or more than that, like yeah. about six decades. Yeah. Holy <laughs> yeah. the music! And we are going to. You're going to be amazed at what I have a study about tonight. I'm going to get to before the end of the show. This is something that I've always wondered about. This is something that you can do. That you didn't know you could do. This is something, and I'm talking about women here. Mm. Women have something going on with their bodies. No, it's got nothing to do with that. Okay, because I knew that. (laughs) This is incredible. Then this new study has just been put out on this topic. I knew there was a connection somehow, but I didn't know how until now. And we're going to get into this tonight uh, before the end of the show tonight on Living Sexy Radio. Make sure you check us out on Facebook at Living Sexy Show because we're going to turn on our Between the Sheets broadcast right now. Nice. What do we do during the breaks anyway? I pee. You're listening I to touch Living myself. Sexy. Starring Blackjack, Electric, and Chastity. Talk to me, Broadcasting live across the globe at 10 Eastern. Turn your sexy on. Hey, what are you doing this summer? The only plans I have is going to Premier Couple Superstore. Premier takes you where you want to go. Premier has the largest selection of adult novelty items, lingerie, clubwear, bachelor and bachelorette party supplies, and much more. Premier is located at 5009 South Orange Blossom Trail or online at premiercouples.net. Get your summer started at Premier Couple Superstore. Premier Couple Superstore, proud supporters of the LGBTQ and Pride Radio Orlando. Hey, this is Blackjack. I want to tell you about MixingSexy.com. It is a fantastic new social and dating site that we have put together for you. The cool thing about it is it looks and acts very familiar, like another social media site you love. But you can be who you want to be. Every lifestyle is covered. If you want to date, you can. If you want to hang out, you can. If you want to go to parties and events, they're all there. You know, I hadn't been on in a couple of days. By the way, it's Chastity. And I have to tell you, this has been so much fun for me. I had a guy ask me to view his profile and give him some tips. At Mixing Sexy, G-Spot says, go find your spot on MixingSexy.com. 
taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. Turn your sexy on. Talk to me, Living Sexy Radio worldwide on livingsexyradio.com. Great to have you on gabnet.net tonight. Our citizen panel is wide open. Elizabeth just chiming in saying hello. Well, hello, Elizabeth. Nice to have you listening on Gabnet tonight. And uh, thank you for tuning in on Facebook tonight. We've kept our stream running here for a few minutes after our break. Just trying to say hi. Uh, Make sure that you tune in to uh, us on Facebook. You can stream live there. And you can watch our video stream there as well at Living Sexy Radio. Show. Thank you to WWPR in Tampa Bay, Bradenton, Sarasota, Florida for airing this fine program five nights a week, 10 o'clock Eastern Time and 4 o'clock CET. Sorry, no dick shots. I really like this, uh, this list. Uh, there's some stuff that you may not know about Rio. It's named after a river that doesn't actually exist. <laughs> That's funny. Portuguese explorers who landed in present-day Rio in 1502 mistook the bay for the mouth of a river. They named the area River of January or Rio de Janeiro, mm. which stuck besides the fact that it's totally inaccurate. Oh, shoot. Street art is legal. The giant canvas... Of Rio, some of the world's best loved street artists. It's got a liberal policy on graffiti. You can just spray your graffiti anywhere, pretty much you want, as long as you have permission. So you can't do it every single place. So it's kind of messy. Yeah, you know, it it's uh, it's colorful. So what if you have a brand new building and you got this gorgeous uh, stucco that you put outside, and you've got the, these beautiful, uh, gorgeous statues and wonderful stuff? People can just go and paint all over that stuff. Well, no, it says you got to have permission, but usually permission is given because they want to uh, they want to keep the Rio de Janeiro extra extra fruity. <laughs> also, it hosted the world's biggest ever football match. I don't know if you know this uh, football, of course, soccer. Footy. We're talking. Uh, we just went to see the uh, the Orlando City team win three to one. Yeah, we went did. with. Uh, with Melissa Fox and G-Spot. It was awesome. That was a good time, wasn't it? Yeah. The, the 1950 World Cup final between Uruguay and Brazil remains the highest attended match ever to this day. 173,850 spectators big. How about that? How about nice. That? In Rio's Marcana Stadium. Unofficially, there were said to be even more. And it was a national tragedy. They lost two to one. <laughs> Not only that, Rod Stewart played to the largest concert ever, ever. Ever. Guess how many people? Two hundred and seventy-two thousand five hundred and twelve people. Three point my three point five million people oh at the Copacabana Beach in nineteen ninety four. How do you get that many people on a beach? And how many speakers did he? It's need? a big That's beach. Can man. you imagine? How, How many, many people do you think Rod Stewart could pull now, though? Twelve. <laughs> twelve people or twelve million people. I think 12. he's playing the Six okay. Flags next week. Just we should go yeah, check yeah, it is that out. what it is? Just twelve. He started singing the classics, though, so that's what happened. Well, yeah, that'll do it. So the <laughs> Olympics. You know, soccer actually starts early. Well, you know the uh, the Rolling Stones also played uh, the same venue, but they only pulled in one and a half million oh, in two thousand six. So man. Rod Stewart got more. Viewers and more people. It was the sexy song. I guarantee you. 
If you want my body and you think I'm sexy. Come on, baby. Let me know. So much for sexy. So one of the most iconic things in Rio that everybody knows about the big Jesus. is the big Jesus statue. Yeah. Right. The Christ the Redeemer statue. Um, uh, and me, me being electric, <laughs> I, I, I appreciate the fact that I understand what being struck by lightning is all about. Yes. I've had that electricity run through my body, and it is pretty awesome. And so has Christ the Redeemer statue in Rio many, 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 many times. Here's one fact you probably didn't know. Talk to me. One time when the statue got struck by lightning, he lost his thumb. Buddy Jesus. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Jesus lost his thumb. Miraculously, just days later, it grew back. No, it did Yes, it not. did. Well, actually, they sent up a little crew and they, you know, put it some back. plaster work and... That kind of thing. Stop it. it stop it. Stop it. Stop no, it, it was so silly. No, and miracles happen in Brazil all the time. Didn't you know this? I like this one. A mythical jester runs the city. During Carnival, the big, uh, you know, that's the big deal over there. Mm. Mayor hands over the keys to the city to a man named King Momo. King Momo. The legendary party animal King Momo then takes the helm throughout the jamboree, but he slopes off at the end, presumably to nurse his hangover. Did you guys actually see that Rio 2016 will be the South America's first games? Mm. Did you know that? No, I did not. No, didn't know that. 7.5 million tickets have been sold. 33 mm. venues are being used. 306 competitions taking place. I want to tell you about Carnival because I have always wanted to go to Carnival. Me too. That is the big party. That's Rihanna's big party. It's fun. Forty days. Doesn't before Rihanna wet. put that on every year? Oh yeah. Well, she goes to a version. She goes to a carnival. I think it's yeah. where she's it's from. In Barbados, I think. Yeah. It's great. It started in seventeen twenty-three. I was going to say nineteen twenty. Seventeen twenty-three point four point nine million annual revelers. That's easy for you to swumble all over. My God, that was terrible. Five days of carnival. Five hundred eighty-seven parties taking place. About, Only 587, uh, that seems light. 250,000 <laughs> public toilets needed. Oh. Hey, you know, earlier I was talking about staying safe, you know, in crime. And it does have a reputation for violence, but Rio is safer than Detroit. Well, every city in the world is safer than Detroit. <laughs> Come on. We've got a call coming in. Uh, hello, you're on Living Sexy Radio. What's happening? Hello. Oh, yeah. Hello. How are you tonight? It's me. Oh, it's Dr. Ima Mogul. It's Dr. Ima. Hello, Dr. Ima. Hey, hey, Dr. Ima, what's going on? I, I'm guessing you wanted to comment about the Olympic Games. Well, as much as I know about these sports things, and I'm not really into athletics, and but I was, you know, I, I worry about these little things that they're wearing. You know, you mentioned Rod Stewart a few minutes ago. And he is where, when these athletes are running around and the girls have to protect their boobages from the bouncing and the, you know, uh, it's not on the flat chest that girls like used to be. Some of these babies do have backs and fronts. We want all the nice things that uh, protective athletic wear. And, of course, the man in the Rod Stewart, of course, he, he uh, is Mr. Jager 
always were showing their things, bouncing around without protection, and I just, you know, I'm still doing these things and looking pretty good. Just thought I, Doctor Who. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think we should. Uh, I don't think we should look too much about Rod's things that are jingling and jangling. Yeah, that's kind of no, yeah. he, he, He's probably oh, uh, hanging pretty low now. Oh, are they? Okay. Well. Is oh well, you know, when you get to be Dr. Heimer's age, it's not so bad because uh, <laughs> you want to age appropriately, and you know you're going to be looking at things when you're dating at such ages. With uh, so, what do you mean? Uh, you mean that you got to get Heimer. you got to get used to the way it looks, kind of thing? Is that what it is, Doc? <laughs> yes, when you're dating and uh, you're in all sorts of age groups, you know, women can date. Older, younger now, men used to just date uh, the, the younger and they were cheered on for it. Women are still called cougars, not very happy about that, but, you know, it's changing. Everything is shifting. But, you know, with the Olympics and the sports, as much as I know about these things, I'm liking the clothing and in various sports, Everything is nicely held up and protected, and maybe we should all, uh, for our uh, leisure wear, our lingerie, our uh, so you're you're uh, you're for athletic support uh, lingerie. <laughs> uh, I like this. I like this I've idea. Uh, Dr. Reimer has always been a big athletic supporter. Oh, that's... that's <laughs> or your boss. What, uh, wh- what's your favorite uh, Olympic sport, Doc? Uh, it's like... I'm like that women can do the things that men only used to do. Is I like uh, women's archery. I think it is graceful, beautiful... Of course, gymnastics is uh, is pure beauty. No matter who does it, does it, these, these things. Uh, but women in javelins, I think if Lorena Bobbitt, long time ago, had figured out the javelin, oh. she would have done it from a distance, no fingerprints. But <laughs> I'm just saying, women are taking these things and making them their own. And uh, like uh, soccer, of course, I don't like those tooting horns. It's too much like uh, uh, Jewish New Year's. The shofar blowing once enough is enough. <laughs> if it's vuvuzema, is what you call them? Yeah, yeah, yeah vuvuzema. Yes. I forget, but vuvuzema, yeah, vu, uh, yeah that. the thing that makes the noise like the show, yeah, the shofar. I'm done. It's a little, it's a little annoying. So I'm glad they control it. But uh, having it in Rio. Uh, is uh, such an exciting thing. I'm loving listening to all the things that uh, the participants and all the athletes and the tourism is going to enjoy. Let's leave the, you got the mosquito spray on, that's good enough also protection. Not worry about these things. It's, let's not have fear, let's have fun. And uh, as, as everybody, you saw how much I was, uh, Doctor, I'm going to ask you a question tonight. Okay. Now, so we know we know Ralph Lauren is representing the fashion wear for American athletes this Olympics for 2016, yeah. So the rest of it, we take our cues in the fashion. How much of this athletic wears do you think any of you are going to make it into the sexy fashion runways to come for 
post Olympics and things that we can all enjoy and wear, including maybe protective uh, gear of, and they can wear them on the outside, little fifty shades of gray, things like that. I, you know, I honestly, that's the first I heard that uh, Ralph Lauren was doing the outfitting. That's yeah. I think that uh, all of these fashion designers are getting into dressing the Olympians because some of this stuff is pretty cool. You look at the stuff that the gymnasts are wearing; uh, they're getting a little bit, uh, you know, uh, stylish with this stuff. And uh, if you look at uh, some of the the sports like uh, bicycling, and you look at uh, the volleyball, I mean, how about those? Uh, Little shorts those girls are wearing now. <laughs> My goodness, fishnet. Uh, I can have it. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice and it is good for the the real weather. And the, you just have to shave a little bit more than perhaps you would have done in box with the chafing. Everybody's got to watch for chafing. Well, you know, course. you know that so none of those Brazilians. The Brazilian wax. Yeah, Brazilians yeah. do the waxing. They don't do the shaving. They do the Brazilian waxing. They they coined the phrase. <laughs> that, I, I think I like my no no. I like my no no much better. As you say, no no to the waxing at all. <laughs> oh, ouch! Well, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Uh, make sure that you uh, keep it here because we're going to be talking all about the Olympics. If you got something else that uh, tickles your fancy, uh, feel free to call back in, Doctor. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Doctor. Thank Dr. Ryan is always you, very careful. Goodbye, lovelies. Bye, lovelies. Okay. Bye. <laughs> she's going to watch bye, out bye, for lovelies. her. She's watching out for her no-nos. You know, yes. speaking of no-nos, there is a male competitor, one of the best ones in the trampoline gymnastics, and his name is Dong Dong. No lie. And he's on a trampoline? Yeah. You want to tune in for that. Bouncy, 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 bouncy. Oh, Did man. you know there won't be many Russians at this Olympics? Nope. Well, there's going to be a lot of Russians, but there'll be all the ones that didn't fail their yeah, uh, drug tests. There's test. like a hundred of them that failed Well, the there's drug also uh, Russians, uh, many Russians listening to Living Sexy. We're yeah. big in Russia, you know. Well, mm-hmm. unfortunately, they blew the test. What happened? Time. But I thought they, they got a, they my get a pass. My kind of people. I mean, my kind of people. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. you, Russians. The entire yeah, track and field people. team was banned from yeah, the Olympics. Well, ah, they're just over-enthusiastic. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I love it. They Show me some on MixingSexy.com. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's going to be an interesting game, so we're going to continue to uh, give you all the details on what you can find. And this is the kind of Olympics show that you're not going to find anywhere else. Because we're giving you the real story about what's going on in Rio. All right, time now to uh, get to our Sexy Artist of the Week here on Living Sexy Radio. And uh, we've picked somebody really interesting uh, and relevant to the 2016 Rio Games. Who is it? This is a guy. A guy. This is more than a guy. This is a man. This is a guy named Gerbilto. Gerbilto. (laughs) That's him. Hilberto Hill. His name is, uh, he's, he's not a, this is, not, this is a guy who's been around the block a few times, okay? Um, and he is, uh, I would want to say he's our sexiest artist, but he, would, he, would he be the oldest sexiest artist we featured? Or Maybe. He would be like our Tony Bennett. No, we featured Tony Bennett, and Tony's Tony Bennett. much older than he is. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah. Now he's, so, but he's this a, guy, his name doesn't sound like Hilberto. It doesn't no, look no. like it looks Hilberto like, Hill. It looks like well, it looks like Gilberto it's Gil. It's because he's Brazilian oh, right. uh, Portuguese descent that you you go the ha instead of the g. So Hilberto Hill. This is a okay. Uh, I get it. This is a smart guy. 
For five years, from 03 to 08, he served as Brazil's Minister of Culture mm-hmm. in the administration of President Lula. Worst part is, we don't have an administrator of culture in the United States. We have no culture. We're cultureless. We had a. Don't we have we have a national so. poet? I thought. Don't we have a national poet? Baccalaureate. You know what? Edgar it's, Allen. The uh, He's dead. the first oh. lady actually fills the role uh, of that. And she plants the garden and comes up with a way to keep their children uh, safe from Coca-Cola. Hill's musical style incorporates an eclectic range of influences. By the way, I had Mexican Coke last night. It's the kind that uses the real sugar. You oh, can't yeah, compare that's it. Right, yeah. Can't compare it to that uh, corn syrup crap. When you first said that. I thought you were talking about blow. I'm like, no, we don't talk about that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mexican, no blow for no blow for black no. I noticed your nose was a little redder tonight. Hill's don't build the musical wall. style incorporates an eclectic range of influence, including rock music, Brazilian genres, including samba. African music, and reggae. Started to play music as a child, and he is still going strong at age 74. Uh, Great musical career over many decades. Let's hear, but still relevant today, which is not easy to do in music. This is Vamos Fugir. All these young hot women are singing along with him too in the audience. Yeah, because it's one of those it's like happy song by Pharaoh. Hey, that's great. It's very happy. Isn't that catchy though? I'm telling you. It's like Vamos Fuhir means give me your love. Give me your love. So it's like... Give Sounds me your, like from the Muppet It's movie. like, go away and give me your... Something like that. Give me your heat and... Mm-hmm. It's, it's <laughs> let me have... Yeah, let's, leave me with your heat. You remember that uh, thing that McDonald's did a couple of years back? That sounded a lot like it that. It did kind of have that Yeah, it had that it. same feel as that little McDonald's jingle. Maybe he wrote it. You never know. Mm, could have been. Mm-hmm. So we'll be featuring uh, this guy all week long. What's his name again? Gilberto his name Hill. is uh, Herberto. If you want to look it up. Gilberto. He, you have a really his tough name is saying Gil- Gilberto. Gilberto Gil, it looks like. Oh, wait. So just we might Americanize it, boy. Yeah, that way you can find it. <laughs> and in Russian, it is Gilberto Hill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're uh, we're going to dig into all kinds of cool music this week with this artist that is going to be featured uh, at the Olympic Games. Understand he's going to be part of the uh, opening ceremony, uh, and uh, you may see and hear his music featured uh, throughout the Games uh, in NBC's coverage. So we wanted to feature him here on Living Sense. And, of course, uh, I couldn't go tonight without wishing uh, MTV a happy 35th birthday, yes, on this date. Yeah, too bad they don't play a yeah. lot of good music. Well, anymore. here's the really great thing that's happening with MTV today. to put out another today. channel. Here's what happened to MTV today. They converted VH1 Classic 
into the original MTV. That's a book, So huh? right now, uh, the channel that used to be on your cable system, that was VH1 Classic, mm-hmm. is now what you remember MTV used to be. So they what, came it plays up with a, old videos yeah, and stuff? It plays like videos, it plays rock and roll videos, not just 80s and 90s stuff. But today's stuff. But all kinds of videos, 24 mm-hmm. hours a day. They brought MTV back the way we remember it when we were uh, first watching MTV back in the late 80s. Do you know there's a guy right here in Orlando, Florida, that has a vault of all the original videos that you saw on MTV. Oh, yeah. All on VHS tape. I've seen it in wow. his vault. Something like that. Yes. There's a guy who loves MTV. Yeah. Interesting how they brought back MTV, though, because what's old is new again. Yeah, so MTV has resurrected itself on its anniversary, uh, and they've replaced VH1 Classic, which kind of sucked anyway. And they have. Uh, <laughs> so thank you for that trick, because yeah. I can't wait yeah, to yes. go see yeah, this Yeah, go now. check it out. Uh, I know all about that, because I was just at a cable television show, and everybody was talking about what's happened to Viacom and how they've gone down the toilet. Uh, with all of their networks, but uh, they're trying to bring MTV back, and uh, we'll see if it works. All right, guys, so I had to get to this story tonight. Please. Uh, I love, love, love these studies and surveys and various other kinds of things that go on all the time, and they're usually funded by colleges, institutions, government bodies, and things of that nature. Well, this latest one is a consortium of scientists that have gotten together, and it is all research on one of the most amazing things in the world, something that I've marveled at ever since I was uh, first sexually active, and the girl that I was with had one of these for the first time. Mm. It's called an orgasm. Oh, wow. And did you know this? that humans are different than every other species on planet Earth. Except monkeys. In what happens with an orgasm. Orgasms in other mammals actually allow the female to become fertile leads to fertility. So in other words, the male starts the ovulation process in the female by sexually stimulating the female and leading her to become fertile and then inseminating the egg. That's how it help, ha- happens out there you know, with all the other mammals. With humans, what has happened over the course of the last few thousand years is that the clitoris has moved from inside the vagina like it is on all other mammals Mm -hmm. to the outside oh my god and humans have developed and and this is really interesting what these researchers say that humans because they are advanced and they are designed beyond just procreation that the body, the woman's body, has uh, evolved to the state where the orgasm is now not dependent on fertility and vice versa. So unlike any other mammal, the woman, the human woman, has an orgasm for only one purpose, 
and that is pleasure. Fun, baby. It is not. It has nothing to do with fertility. It has nothing to do with procreation. And w- women are the only being on the planet that has that kind of advanced sexuality. And this is incredible because when you think about how much it takes to evolve the human body that dramatically and to disconnect fertility from orgasm the way that these scientists have talked about it here, that means something to me. That means that sex for pleasure is a design. That's how we're designed. Sex for procreation is how all of the other mammals are designed. Mm -hmm. So when people tell you the only reason you should be having sex is to have kids, these scientists beg to differ. The reason that they say women have sex now is as much about having an orgasm as it is about having a baby. And did I hear you correctly? You said women are brilliant. I heard that, too. I didn't want to say anything at the time because I was, like, stunned, you know? Well, you know that. You know that I get on my knees and worship women every single day. Can't you teach the rest of the male population that? Guys will figure it out, but here's the problem with men. Men are not nearly as evolved as women. Men still have the same body parts in the same places that they had 3,000 years ago, 10,000 years ago, 15,000 years ago. How long did it take for the uh, clitoris to move from inside to outside? Like, well, according, according to this, it was over the course of the last 5,000 years. Yeah. So not that long, relatively. Not that long. Uh, and so uh, this doctor's the last name of this doctor is a guy by the name of Pavlicev, P-A-V-L-I-C-E-V. Pav? Yeah, Pavlicev. Like yeah, no, not Pap. Yeah. Pav, like Pavlov. Yeah. Michaelia Pavlicev. Yeah, like Pavlov's dog. A-E-L-A Pavlicev. Uh, so this is an incredible study. This was the guy that led up the study. And uh, female orgasm, he thinks now, is, is is maybe moving into something else now. He thinks there's something after this for women. Ooh, that that's they're going to continue to evolve beyond. What, what, what let's can, do a movie what, what on that. Think, what do you think it's going to go, the clitoris? Is it going to move up to the belly button or what? I mean, how, <laughs> how far is that thing going to walk? Or down to the knees. I don't know where it's going. I just Depends know that, on how old you are. I, I just know that. When, when you're a woman and you have restrained or restricted yourself from having an orgasm because of one reason or another, uh, that you're losing a beautiful part of yourself that is, has evolved over, over centuries into something that you were supposed to be doing strictly for pleasure. Mm. And this, this is a validation for me about what I've been saying uh, to women uh, for many years, that the orgasm is a beautiful thing that needs to be enjoyed, and it needs to be enjoyed over and over and I over. I sure and do over every again. day. Yeah, really cool stuff. <laughs> I do. This is good, G Spot. That's why to. you always have a smile on your so face. So it was about the little man in the boat, after all. <laughs> so the little man used to be kind of inside the boat. Now he's in the kind of the. Edge if your deli boat. meat is hanging, you might want to get that tucked. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what if you like an extra large sandwich like that? Would it like kind of sticking out there? It's all good to spread and what? <laughs> I'm sorry. With some butter? Hello. Living Sexy Radio, all brought to you by Caliente Club and Resorts, Premier Couple Superstore, Las Vegas, and MixingSexy.com. We do this five nights a week. 
What about our party coming up, boys and girls? Yeah, we got a big party on the 21st of August. Where are we going to be? Bee Resort and Spa in Lake Buena Vista. Find out all the details on our website at livingsexyradio.com. Buy your armband now for 15 bucks. Get all kinds of goodies. Uh, it's a great event. Find out more on our Facebook page as well at Living Sexy Show. Been a lot of fun tonight. We've uh, been on uh, Facebook learned. a few times. I learned a lot. Learned oh, yeah. a lot. More Olympics all week long here on Living Sexy. This is Electric. This is Blackjack. G-Spot. And Fitty. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Living Sexy on Gabnet.net. Find tonight's show and replays of our past shows on Gabnet.net. This is the Living Sexy Radio Network.